You make me feel like I'm living a teenage dream. The, the way, way you turn me on. I can't mm. sleep. Sleep. Just run, run away and don't ever look back. Don't ever look back. Boom. 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 Welcome in. Welcome in. Okay. Coming in hot and heavy this week. Holy shit. <laughs> well, welcome to um, Unhinged Therapy. How are we? Woohoo! Pretty good. Pumped up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Lovely Monday night pump up. Yeah, yeah. It's raining here in New Jersey, so it's a little rainy night. It's rough. I sat in my car until it stopped pouring to come into the building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm a I could hear it like raining hard when you were like, I'm here. I was like, Oof, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I was like, okay, she's waiting. Yeah. I parked in a handicap spot, calling the police apparently, but it's fine. Yeah. We're just hoping that. No one is handicapped. Here. Yeah, there's the only way you could come in is through stairs. So if you're actually handicapped, like just don't just, just maybe I, wait. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a very handicapped accessible. It's really building. not. This building is discriminating. Yes. And I'm gonna write a letter. You should. It's not fair. You should. And there's so many handicapped spots. Right. It doesn't make sense. For like, who? You Home. know what? For who? Whom? Whom? You were where? With who? You, you were where? where? pretty good uh i didn't really do anything friday uh saturday went out with molly we we had a great time honestly we just went to johnny max as we normally do as we do we talked to some men (gasps) actually a a man came up to me and just like kissed me (laughs) no stop and then he was like but he's, I'm pretty sure he's gay. Oh, okay. So and he I was just like, walked right up to you and like. No, literally. And Molly was like, whoa. And, but then he was walking around just kissing. Like he kissed Molly too. I'm dead. And I was like falling back into like the tent. Because I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, and this guy's like shirt is like unbuttoning. And I'm like, aren't you gay? And he was like, yeah. Like he was just there for a good he time. Was just there. That was funny. Friday. And um, well, I will say this is what I was telling you before. Um, I've been having such a hard time dressing, um, to go out recently. I just, if you follow the Instagram, like I post my whole process almost and I'm, I've had this struggle since I think Thanksgiving of like being like, all right, now it's getting colder out. I got to really rely on my personality to to like grab attention by people. Oh my God. (laughs) Cause like, it's so different in the summer. You can just have you can you can be like half dressed and like obviously that's gonna grab some someone's attention, <laughs> and then like yeah you start talking but holy shit like in the fall like in the winterish like spring like changing the seasons when it's like still kind of cold out you need a jacket like I'm going through each jacket and I'm like well what am I gonna wear I'm bundled up I have to freaking rely on my bomb ass personality looking like a damn pilgrim literally looking <laughs> like I just went to church almost. Aww. Like wholesome to, winter. Yeah. <laughs> a wholesome winter. <laughs> I don't know about that. But. <laughs> but I was like, damn, like, I can't wait for the summer to just have the tits out. I don't have big boobs, but they're going to be out they're again. They're going to rock them. These little girlies, 
they got something to say. They're going to be putting work in. <laughs> Hell yeah. They're, they they were hibernating all season. <laughs> it's almost their time to shine soon. <laughs> ready to come out. Yeah, yeah. They're just fighting. I, fighting. They're so tempted. <laughs> they're like caged up, scratching <laughs> at the wall. Me. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and then Sunday, like, I knew it was going to be super nice out. And I was like, I'm day drinking. Like. That's just it. Mm-hmm. It was like 60 degrees out. It was really nice outside. It was really nice. And then we went and got some drinks. And then I got pizza actually to end my night. And I was sitting there and I was eating. And then something like sharp is in my mouth. And I was like, what the fuck? I pulled it out. It was like a piece of pla- like sharp plastic. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no. I'm not paying for this. I'm like, not. I'm simply not. Like, sorry. So I pulled it out of my mouth and I had it waiting for the waiter to come over. <laughs> <laughs> in your hand in my hand literally like this <laughs> molly's like please don't be rude i'm like i won't i'll be rude uh-huh. i'm just starving <laughs> i just can't eat the rest of this pizza plastic yeah i was like um this wasn't my pizza oh we can take it off the- yeah you're taking it off the bill i'm not paying for this you said that yeah i was like yeah that would yeah <laughs> yeah that terrifies me yeah i don't i can't do that to well readers. i think it helped i was a little buzzed but also just I was pissed because I was, like, really hungry. Mm-hmm. And it was artichoke pizza. Like, it was supposed to be, like, good. Mm. I was highly disappointed. Wow. So then I came home and I ate a bagel. Okay. And then I went to bed. I watched some TV and then I fell asleep. Okay. Pretty wholesome weekend. All right. <laughs> How was yours? It was good. On Friday, I went to go see the infamous Hotel Man. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh. We had a great night. And then we once again ended up at a hotel. And I didn't, I was not intending on it. Like, I drove there, I stayed sober. Yeah. And then it was 2 a.m. And he was like, No, you're not driving home. He was no, like, That's ridiculous. Not. It's Waiting. way too far. He was like, No, we're gonna get a hotel room. Of course. <laughs> okay. And it was beautiful. It was like a suite. Like, there was like a whole kitchen, a living room. They oh, were like, wow. Oh my God, like, we could live here. Oh my God, let's buy this place. <laughs> like, let's buy this hotel. Oh my God, like, honestly, let's it would be on buy brand. It. <laughs> it would be so on brand for us if we lived in a hotel. Oh my God, wait, I love this. It could be like the suite I have with Zach and Cody. Literally. This is so sweet. I could be like Maddie who works the snack bar. I'm crying. And we were fucking DeGeneres walking at 3 a.m. We're like, yeah, checking in. And you're like, yeah. yeah. Room for two. It's, so it's under Mr. Hotel Man. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Put it on his card. I love it. <laughs> Put it on the room. <laughs> but yeah, we had a great time, you know. We're just enjoying each other's company. We love. Um... And then, I'm trying to think, I don't think I did anything else this weekend. <laughs> Saturday, uh, yeah, no, Saturday I slept most of the day. Um, Sunday, I manically cleaned, and I got a call from my guy, best friend, and he called me, and he goes, I'm back. I had no idea what he was talking about. And I was like, where, from jail? <laughs> where are you I back from? Where are you back from? He's like, no, I just had a crazy night, and then told me about his night, and I was like, oh okay. I thought he went to jail. I thought he like I, he needed me to bail him out. We lost I don't him. Know. Yeah, <laughs> we lost him. Um, but yeah, that was basically my weekend. I have been really enjoying just relaxing. <laughs> I like wish I could say the same. Although Friday, I, I think I really needed it because I had like a, a lot of stuff going on with like my family during the week that I just I think it finally took a toll on me. And I was like, I'm just going to, like, relax. So it was nice, but then I woke up, like, itching to do something. <laughs> and I was like, I need to, I need to like, do stuff. I need to, like, 
I don't know. Yeah, see, we're the, like the complete opposite because I do something one night and I'm like, oh, thank God, I don't have to do anything for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my night off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm, no. Yeah, and then you do something not, like you don't do something for one night and you're like itching. Yeah, I'm like, like literally uh, sweating. I need to make chaotic decisions. <laughs> I need to kiss some boys. I kiss another boy. Oh. Um, I don't remember. I couldn't remember his name. Oh, lovely. But that I I remembered it, and then he asked me on a date. And I said yes for the time being, but we'll see if he follows up. Okay. And I was giving some really good dating advice oh. to these other guys. Okay. I was explaining to them that I feel like drinks is a, an appropriate first date because it's like you can kind of decipher how long it's going to be. Like you could be like, oh, like one drink. But if it's going well, like obviously they can stay and hang out, whatever. And I was like, but dinner is like a lot. Like, a lot to commit to for time. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, at least. Like, if I'm not vibing with someone, like, it makes it hard for me to, like, fake it. Mm-hmm. And, like, just kind of be uncomfortable for, like, almost, like, two hours, like, say you're there for. So, I was like, yeah, I think drinks is, like, a safe bet. And they were like, whoa, I like that. And I was like, what I just do? <laughs> I'm doing something I over here. I did something over here. Something. I was like, I got to tell the pod this. <laughs> it is. I like drinks for a first date. I think yeah. it's very... Um... Like casual, yeah, it's casual. Yeah, I've I've been. You just gotta be careful though, because like, and also, you gotta be careful a to like not get like so drunk. You know what I mean? Things like sloppy. Yeah. But two is then you can kind of learn like what like what they're kind of like when they're drinking. Like, Mm. are they embarrassing? Are they like, you know? Because I've had like literally two experiences where I've gone to drinks for like a a first date, and like Mm. one. The guy was, like, already drunk before I even got there. Lovely. And, like, he was just a mess. And then, two, I was just drinking Diet Cokes, and this other guy, and the guy was, like, throwing him back, and I was just, like, this is not it. I'm trying to think. (laughs) I've definitely gone on drink states, but I haven't been, like, crazy. There was one date where I got a little too drunk, but we both did, and, like, I ended up going back to his house. We didn't do anything, but, like... I didn't want to start, like, a relationship yeah. like that, like, jumping into it like that. It, he was not interested in a relationship, I found out very quickly. So, it was fine, but, yeah. yeah. I feel like drinks also helps you, like, relax a bit. Yeah. And, like, not feel so, like, awkward and mm-hmm. just, like, let things, like, flow. Yeah. So, that's always fun. Like, my first date, one of my first dates I went on when we got drinks, <laughs> he was drinking the whole time. Like, I was drinking, like, those, like, fun, like, drinks from Ale House. Mm-hmm. And, like, my date um, wasn't drinking because he was driving. and But then he paid for them, all of them, and it was, like, $80 because they're expensive from yeah. Ale House. But he must have liked me because he made me his girlfriend. There <laughs> so. you go. There you go. And that's how they should treat you on the first date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't hold back because you're scared, like... Someone isn't like gonna like you because of what you order or this or that. Like, order yeah. what you fucking want. If you want a steak, order a fucking steak. Who gives a fuck? Get that juicy burger. Period. Get the fries. Get the mayo on the side. Because that's <laughs> what I'm gonna be doing. I love it. <laughs> oh my god. Well, this week I've wanted to bring up a topic that I like to indulge in a little too much. <laughs> Before we get into that, here's a word from our sponsor. sponsor. Right now that we have you back all to ourselves, Brie is gonna talk about something that she likes to indulge in, and I didn't realize that I indulge in. So maybe you, you'll learn something about yourself after this message. Uh, so guys, we're getting into self sabotage. 
it is something that I have struggled with my entire life. Um, and it comes in like many different forms. Like it could really be like something as simple as being like a people pleaser, or it could be just like doing things that you're not extremely comfortable with, or you start getting close to someone and then you back the fuck away and run away. Um, that's one of my favorite games to play. Um, <laughs> Cat and mouse. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I wanted to bring it up just because I experienced it a little bit this week because I go to therapy every other week and I was like telling my therapist about the guy that I'm seeing and I was like, I don't know, like I just feel like it's going like too well, like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, like I just feel like I need to like pull back a little bit and she was like, Brianna, like I've been seeing her forever so she's very real with me, she's like, Brianna, like you have to stop waiting for like the other shoe to drop sometimes, like if things are going well you need to enjoy it, like you don't know how to just enjoy things, you have to psychoanalyze them until you're into a fucking coma and I was like, you know what, Lisa? And you're like, um, like, I know. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> like, I know. And then she basically was just like, you actually need to learn that not everyone is, like, going to hurt you. She was like, it's a very common theme, like, that you've experienced, but that doesn't mean that you're now putting yourself in the position where you're hurting other people because you're scared of being hurt. And what is that solving? Absolutely nothing. Um, so I think that's something that I have really tried to work on the last few years, um, and I don't know, Danielle, do you have any examples yourself? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, I didn't know this. Like, cause I, was, <laughs> I was like, what am I going to say? I don't know if I self-sabotage. <laughs> she got red. Yeah. And then, red. Yeah. And then like my sister was like, ah, oh, how about this, 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 this. I was like, oh, um, tea. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. So one of my things that I feel like I, I do with like everybody yeah, it's like if I'm talking to somebody and I can like feel myself maybe liking them or having a potential to like them, I kind of scare them. <laughs> like I will make it known like I don't want a relationship. I don't want a relationship. I don't want a relationship. Da, 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 da. And then like once they finally get the message and they're like kind of move on, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, no, I liked you so much and I want to date you. What, what do you mean you're moving on from me? <laughs> Yeah, it's like a protective mechanism. And I, like, I don't know why, and I try not to do that. I think I do it more so, like, because I've done it before. I've done it for, like, years. Um, I think I do it more so, like, when I'm fresh out of a relationship, which is true. Mm-hmm. But also, like, even, year, like, months go on and I still say that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it, I don't know where it's coming from. I think it's just, like, I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. Because, like, it's just stemming from well, this is why I don't want a relationship because this is how it affected me like the last time I was in one and like here I am now like Mm -hmm. and I was upset and I just went through this whole thing like I don't want to do this again. Mm -hmm. But like I can't do that because how am I ever going to meet my rich husband and have him fall in love with me if I just scare these men off? I'm dead. (laughs) Well, I think a lot of self-sabotage is like rooted in like our fear of being vulnerable or getting hurt because being vulnerable is like fucking scary or just like expressing boundaries because if you've been in a place where you've expressed like that you don't want to do something and then someone disregards that, like you get scared and you don't want to like, you get scared to like lose someone almost. Like I know for me, like I, when I was younger, like you would not recognize it now. Like I think even Danielle knows if something bothers me, I say it right away. Or like if I don't want to do something, I say it right away. But when I was younger, I was such a people pleaser that like I would 
do things that I absolutely hated or resented just because I didn't want to upset anyone. And that was such bad self-sabotage on my end because I was keeping people around that were like almost like only wanted me there because it was convenient for them. And then once I started having like my own personality, my own wants, my own needs, they were like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, like you can't be doing that. So that's a huge form that I had to work through. And it was very hard because it's like, you're scared to almost like show people who you really are because when you do and if they don't like what they see, you're scared that they're going to leave. Yeah. You kind of like found your voice. Yes. But like, I feel like when you do that though, and like, I know it's true. It's like, once you find your voice and like stick to things that you say and like say your friends don't like that and like leave you, but then they really weren't your friend to begin with, you Mm -hmm. know? Like people are like, oh, what are you doing? But I would respect if my friend was like, finally like sticking up for themselves like mm-hmm. saying i'd rather people just say it straight how it is like what you want and stuff like mm-hmm. what like what you like what you don't like and i feel like self-sabotage would be like just keeping it all in and mm-hmm. like just kind of again people pleasing mm-hmm. there are people around you just to make everyone else happy but like you're not happy so you gotta look out for yourself yourself is like number one Absolutely. If you don't look out for yourself, who's going to look out for you? Period. Hey, come on. Period her. Period her. (laughs) Another, like, thing, like, for self-sabotage, I would say, is, like, staying in your comfort zone because you're so scared to see what else is out there. I've done it with so many things. I've done it with, like, jobs. Like, I stayed in a job that I was absolutely miserable in, burnt out, felt like I was, like, in a hole for way longer than I should have and I kind of like lost my little sparkle yeah um, glitter <laughs> my glitter Your glitz and glam exactly I lost it and it was just it was because I was so comfortable there and like I was friends with people there but like I wasn't me anymore yeah and like when you are living on autopilot almost I call it like you are just doing day to day not really like just going through the motion exactly like that's not really living so I feel like that's a huge self-sabotage thing like thinking that you're not gonna find better yeah you kind of almost have to like risk things like you know quitting a job Mm -hmm. and like maybe making a whole career change you're kind of risking it Mm -hmm. all but at the end of the day if it's gonna make you happier Mm -hmm. you have to do it like I was super unhappy in my career choice uh like last year Mm -hmm. and like I had just a bunch of shit going on at the end of the year too and I was just like I am so miserable I'm just Mm -hmm. not myself I'm like not eating Mm -hmm. I'm anxious like I wake up wanting to just go back to bed Mm -hmm. and I'm like part of it a huge part was my job but a lot of other things were going on but like I knew it was my job Mm -hmm. so I was like in the summer I was like I'm not going back like I'm I'm not doing it Mm -hmm. so I had to like really like find something else for a job, I was risking. I'm putting myself out there because, like, I don't. My whole resume is teaching. Yeah. Like, I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like I'm risking it, but I also need someone to take a risk on me. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, help me. Yeah. And when you find something that like actually makes you happy, and you get yourself out of that rut, like you're doing something for yourself, Absolutely. and like you're growing, and like you get your like person getting my personality back. There you go. <laughs> As Kylie Jenner once said. <laughs> personality back I feel that after like one sip of Diet Coke I'm like ah get get my personality personality back my self-sabotage is when I don't have Diet Coke in the house (laughs) (laughs) screaming especially if I wake up I can't speak if I wake up hungover and I don't have Diet Coke Mm -hmm. I might as well just go back to sleep Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes even bouncing off of what you said about jobs Mm. like 
fear of like risking it and like leaving a relationship is also self-sabotage because yeah. I remember after like after my first relationship like he basically my first relationship ended because he gave me an ultimatum that we were gonna get married or we we're gonna break up wow and um I said that I told him from the beginning of our relationship because we were long distance that I would not move until my grandma is no longer on this earth because my grandma is the most important person to me she raised me she is the reason like I'm living and breathing. Like, I am not leaving her, especially as she gets older and ill. Like, I need to be here to take care of her. Yeah. Okay, we've been dating maybe six months at this point. He was like, well, you need to move to San Diego and get married or, like, we got to break up. And I was like, I, I guess I guess we're breaking I guess we up. Break up. Yeah. And I was, like, hysterical. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to find better. He treated me like shit, first of all. <laughs> but, like, when you're in it, you just don't oh. realize what else is out there. You really don't. Like, you have blinders on. You got those pretty rose-colored sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, you look good. The best you look thing. like a hippie. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Even though the light in your eyes is, like, slowly dying. Like... <laughs> You don't you're realize fuck. <laughs> you're not eating. Or Literally you're overeating. Yeah. Like you are so scared that you're not gonna find better. That's such bad self-sabotage because if I stayed in that relationship and I got married to this man, had children with him, and I was living there right now, like you would be miserable. I would be so miserable. And you're not helping anyone. No. You know? Um that you know, staying in relationships that you like just feel comfortable in and like you know that's like you can you can get out of it, but you don't know how to, and like, is a huge form of self sabotage. Which I literally, that's the only reason I think me and my first boyfriend dated for so mm-hmm. long, is because we, we fought all the time. Like there was nothing that we agreed on. Like, mm-hmm. it was just so unhealthy. But like also, I was so determined mm-hmm. to like stay in it and like make it work, which is like not doing anything for me. Like yeah. it's it's just making me miserable. It's making mm-hmm. him miserable, and. We just both sabotaged ourselves and that, you know, as we knew we should break up, but we just never pulled trig. Mm-hmm. And then we did and like I think I think he's happy now. I don't really know. We don't speak. Mm-hmm. But I mean I'm I was able to move on and like also a huge form of self sabotage now I'm thinking about it mm-hmm. is um communicating with like I went I went through this. I communicated with my ex boyfriend for like a year and a half, mm-hmm. preventing me from moving on and preventing him from moving on. Mm-hmm. Even though we both like knew we didn't want to get back together mm-hmm. like that we're not doing anything for ourselves mm-hmm. we're not making it, it better for either one of us no. like it's huge self-sabotage like you are we're not moving on we're mm-hmm. stuck here yeah we, we this is the exact reason we broke up mm-hmm. and now we're still here the same thing yep so like knowing your worth is huge i think like a lot of it, i just stayed in it because like i was like oh this is my first boyfriend like this is how it's supposed to be like mm-hmm. he, i'm never gonna meet anybody then I did, eventually, like, once we both, like, cut loose and, like, broke off or whatever, mm-hmm. I did meet someone, and I did feel ten times better in that relationship, but even then, when we broke up, I was like, I'm never gonna get anybody like that again, like, mm-hmm. you always have those thoughts, but that itself is self-sabotage, like, don't put that mindset into your head, because yeah. then you'll start to believe it, and then you won't recognize the good things that are coming for you, mm-hmm. so, like, you have to have an open mind and accept things around you absolutely honestly the mindset thing like until I actually started believing that like I deserve good things and like good things were coming my way is actually when it started happening for me like I really have worked so hard in the past year to recognize those toxic patterns that I engage in because I kept going through either the same relationship like the same issues like and until I actually like delved deep and was like okay what am I doing wrong that's putting me in this situation and it was disrespecting my boundaries 
or like relationships weren't 50 50 I was giving 80 they were giving 20 and like I was okay with it because I am like a giver but with that being said I need to also be with someone that gives me that same energy back yeah yeah 100% if not like I get so depleted and drained and almost like resentful no 100% so you have to start to acknowledge those things that you do too like a big thing for me day to day that I still am struggling with is like self-sabotage for me is like maintaining a routine because I have had issues with like my eating and like depression and anxiety my entire life and like I know the things that make me feel better but once I get into a little bit of a rut I love just sitting in it Mm -hmm. like you get comfortable misery yeah honestly and like when I meal prep even if it's not super healthy food if I'm just making food that I know I have for the next day like I don't have to go and binge or purge or whatever that I used to do all of the time Mm -hmm. and I help like I try to in the morning wake up have a little bit of routine like journal make my bed work out like just things that make me feel productive and it changes as time goes on but developing healthy habits has helped me combat a lot of self-sabotage yeah I think just like it's hard to get into the routine yes I think like I've I mean like getting a new job itself is a big part of my now like new routine Mm -hmm. but now I'm finding like I have to find when I can work out and like Mm -hmm. I don't work out and like how I think about myself like all these things but Mm -hmm. like so if you don't like try to make the routine and like put in that effort it's a form of self-sabotage I feel like oh like I'm not gonna do this but if you don't work out or you don't do things that make you happy then you're gonna sit and be sad and like Mm-hmm. it's sad I don't like want to I don't want to be sad I want to be happy I'm like such a happy person mm-hmm. no it's true I think that I don't know everyone has some sort like oh my form God, yeah of I feel like it happens with us out without us even like recognizing it mm-hmm. like I don't know I think obviously when I get drunk I self-sabotage yeah the most <laughs> yeah me too should I tell the uber story yes you absolutely should oh my god okay so a couple of months ago (laughs) i was at the bar with a man that i liked and he liked me and we were vibing and we were having a great time and you know this man is a little jealous he it's a red flag that what is also a thing of mine i self-sabotage by not ignoring red flags Mm -hmm. i welcome them so i was like oh whatever it's fine so like at first, I was talking to one of my friends who's a, who's a guy, and the guy I was with was buying me a drink, and he got me the drink and just handed it to me and, like, stormed off. I was like, oh, my God. Drama. <laughs> I was like, I have to go find this drama queen now. Mm-hmm. So I went inside, and I found him, and he's like, well, like, all mad. I'm like, oh, my God, did you see that guy? That guy's four feet tall. Like, are you serious? Come I'm on. Dead. So whatever. We, we worked past it. And then the night was ending. I'm like, let's let's leave. Let's get out of here. Let's, let's ditch this, Let's ditch this popsicle stand. <laughs> and he's like, all right. And I'm like, all right, I'll get the Uber. I'll be nice. I'll mm-hmm. get the Uber. I'll have it stop at your place. And then I'll go home. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. All right. So I'm in the Uber. And I don't know if we were arguing, but we were talking. We weren't even arguing yet. And then I get this phone call. The infamous phone call from someone I have I used to hook up with, but I haven't heard from him in like a year because he has a girlfriend. So, so of course I answer. Because what else would you do when you're in the car with a man that you like? But answer your old hookup. <laughs> and I'm not sly at all. Like I'm talking. I'm like, why are you calling me? Oh, I'm not home yet. Like da da da. And then I hang up, and he, the guy's like, who was that? I was like, 
That was like my best friend, like Bree. He's like, no, it wasn't. I was like, you're crazy. Me, I gaslit him. I'm like, wow. you're crazy. Yes, it was. He was like, show me your call log. I was like, no, 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 I can't do that. Like, I heard a man's voice blah, 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 screaming. I'm like, you're crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. And then oh. he was like, this poor Uber driver. And then, like, he gets out of the car and he leaves. So then, so then I called the old hookup back. No, I didn't know this part. Well, I think I called him and I was like, you just got me into a fight with the kid I'm talking to you about. I'm like, so what are you doing? You're but we were just sick. chatting. It wasn't anything, like, crazy. I'm dead. Yeah, and then I got home and then the kid I liked was, like, blowing up my phone. And I was, like, calling him and I was like, why would you think I would do that? Like, I was, like, so it was so bad. And I finally came clean about it maybe, like, two months ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, you're right. It was a guy on the phone. <laughs> Like, I know it was. He's like, this is why I don't trust you. So, Mm. that being said, I self-sabotaged myself in that moment for this man not to trust me. Yes. And fairly so. But, let's move on. (laughs) Like, move on. I've already admitted I was wrong. Can we just move on? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Like, stop dwelling on the past. (laughs) You're such a gaslighter. I am. And when he... When I was mad at him because he supposedly kissed somebody else, uh-huh. I was so mad. I'm like, that's so fucked up. How could you do that? He goes, really? Yeah. I was like, I don't trust you. He goes, I don't trust you. I think this whole relationship oh, is true. just a it's self-sabotage in general. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I think it's like, I know that I, I feel like da- deep down I do like him. It's just like, um, I just don't think we'd ever be able to like work. And I think yeah. that's like sad though. It's like, oh. I do kind of like you, but I just don't think we'd ever work. Well, I think if you actually sat down and have a conversation like that and, like, worked through everything, but I don't think you're going to I think that will that. happen maybe three years. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see. So, so I just, I, yeah, no, it's not going to work right now. <laughs> we, like, can't talk. Yeah. We don't talk about real things. I hear from him maybe every three months or so. Oh, look at that. It's a healthy dynamic. It's blooming. Maybe in five. Yeah, we're just will be exclusive. We're besties. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Well, that's definitely a way to self-sabotage right there. Be careful. Make smart decisions. Don't entertain people you have literally no interest in and, like, try to make someone jealous like that. It just backfires. There's no Mm -hmm. point in it. Mm -hmm. You know. I think alcohol and self-sabotage just honestly go together. I've self-sabotaged so much when I'm drinking. And, like... When I'm not in a good headspace, because when I'm not in a good headspace, I drink not to the to the point of intoxication. I drink to the point of like, we're lucky if you're breathing. Yes, like it's scary. Yeah, and like I, that's a big thing that I've used like used for self sabotage is alcohol. Like I could actually process my emotions, but in the past, no, I would go to the bar, and I would get fucking wasted. I would take all of my anger out on everyone around me, and that's something that I. <laughs> Really had to like tune into and be like, this is not fucking okay. So now when I'm not in a good headspace, I just don't drink. Or if I do, I do it in the comfort of my room. Um, or like or watching I can't a movie. Bite someone's head off. But like exactly, like I just you know you have to acknowledge those things so you could build a better foundation for your life. I this think is that's so huge. true. Like I think alcohol, just in general, like you need to know your relationship with alcohol because mm-hmm. um, it can be very dangerous if you don't have, if you can't control yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like, I I think it's 
I made it pretty clear. Like, I like to go out. Mm -hmm. I like to drink. I like to have fun. But I can handle myself. Right. And I think this past, like, spring is when I really realized, like, um, kind of, like, if I'm not okay sober, like, I need to, like, not drink that much because, A, I'm either fighting with my friends, I'm making impulsive decisions, mm-hmm. um, I'm crying, mm-hmm. I'm drunk texting people I shouldn't, mm-hmm. um, then I look, look like an idiot because, you know, mm-hmm. it's, no, let's not do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really had to, like, after, like, I think Thanksgiving is when I was, like, let me, like, really zone, like, tune into myself because mm-hmm. I don't want to be making these impulsive, like, rash decisions, like, when I'm drinking. Like, mm-hmm. I just fuck up everything else in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I've lost, like, friends because of it. Like, mm-hmm. because I'm just, I'm just impulsive. Mm-hmm. So that's been something I've been working on. And honestly, I feel, like, really good about it, like, where I'm at. And it's never, like, a case of, like, oh, I'm drinking and I, I can't, like, I'm blacked out. I can't make it home. It's more of just the decisions I make. Same. And, like, I, like, I can't, I'm, I'm a responsible, like, drunk. Like, I always end up home. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm at a man's house. There you go. Dang. But, um, I always end up home, safe and sound. Like, I, you know, but just more of, like, what am I doing and saying? Yes. But I'm, I've been, ha- I'm, I'm finally, like, happier with myself like, mm-hmm. soberly and, like, happy with my life right mm-hmm. now. So I'm not taking it. It's not coming out when I'm drinking. Like, I'm more right. of, like, an elevated version of myself. And I'm, like, so much fun. I think that's such a good way to <laughs> phrase it. Like, if you're not happy with yourself sober, you're not going to be happy with yourself drunk. And yeah. you're going to do things that you regret. You're going to wake up in the morning. You're going to hate yourself. And then you're going to do it all over again to not think about it. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I really have gone through, too. Like, yeah. it, it was never, like, me not being able to get home or this or that. Right. It was just, like... The way that I acted is not who I want to be and right. how, like, I want to represent myself. And right. especially how I treat the people around me. Like, I would never say I really, like, took it out necessarily on my friends. But even my – one of my good friends actually, like, a couple of years ago sat me down and she was like, Brie, listen, like, I understand that you're going through it. Like, I was going through a breakup. I had a lot of family shit going on. I was, like, processing trauma. I just recently got diagnosed with PTSD. Um, she was like, but it's very scary to see you like this because this is not you. Like when you drink, like you turn into a different person. She yeah. was like, I see it in your eyes. I see it in the way you speak to people. And like, I'm not telling you to not go out and enjoy yourself. I'm telling you that like, there's something else going on and it scares me. And yeah. that realness, like I appreciate so yeah. much. And that, those conversations that I had with my friends and having supportive people around you really helped me like develop a better relationship with myself, my healing, and then being able to have fun while going out rather than using it as a coping mechanism. Because drinking is really not a healthy coping mechanism as much as we would like it to be. Definitely not. I definitely have abused the power of coping mechanism, whatever, Mm -hmm. with alcohol. But yeah, like I, I think I was starting to like not feel like like myself when I was drunk, like Mm -hmm. from like the summer till about the fall, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, I just didn't, I just don't, I didn't like it. I also had, like, a lot of stuff I was going through, and, like, mm-hmm. I don't think I realized how much it affected me until I was drinking, mm-hmm. and I would just cry, I'd cry all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such a drunk crier. Like, I could be, like, so happy and, like, cry. I'm and, like, every year on my birthday, I cry. Like, I know I'm going to cry on my birthday. Wait, me too. Hot girls cry on their birthdays. Yeah. I've said it. Me too. We're adding that into the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, that's another thing. Period per. Period fucking per. Signed. <laughs> Unhinged therapy. Unhinged therapy. Mm. With the deuces up. With the deuces. Yeah. Always. Kissy face. Mwah. I'm dead. 
But yeah, I like was starting to like not like that, and I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I gotta stop making these crazy decisions. It's affecting a lot of personal relationships of mine. Mm-hmm. But again, like, I don't know. Obviously, I was doing them for some type of like validation or like just to like um, kind of cover up, like put a band aid on almost mm-hmm. like things that I had like deep down. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I figured it out. And you kind of just have to go through it and make sure you have like people around you that like support you and like look out for you mm-hmm. in your best interest because that's all that matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna get you out? Of, like, your rut. Yes. And I will say, spiraling with alcohol, I made a lot of new friends that drank every day as well and were going through the same shit. And I'm not saying they're bad people. There's some people that I still see out and I still say hi to and I still talk to time to time. I think they're very good people. But they're not your people. And that's something to remember because people that spiral with you, you know, you guys are going to take each other down with each other. Like, whether it's you doing it or them. Like, you are feeding into someone's toxic cycle, and that's something that you need to kind of be careful of, too. I think you just need to, like, know yourself, like, because drinking's not meant to be, like, this horrible thing. It's meant to just, like, kind of, like, be a little fun, like, you know, but you have to know, like, what you're getting yourself into and, like, how you have to understand, like, where you're at, how much you should drink, like, you have to be responsible about it, like, you can't be, like, we're not in high school anymore, Mm -hmm. we can't, it's not okay to, like fucking pass out in your basement like Mm -hmm. like be you know be responsible yes it's like as a psa i feel like i'm on a dare program right now (laughs) no because it it is supposed to be fun and now that i'm in a healthy like headspace i have the best time when i go out like you said it makes you like an elevated version of yourself you're like popping off yeah but and like you could spiral but like healthy exactly like in a fun way yeah yeah yeah. that's where i'm at i think now i'm like having so much fun Mm -hmm. and like when I go out, like, I just have more fun mm-hmm. because I'm, like, elevated. That's- I'm, like, bubbly. I'm, like, who's who am I going to kiss? Who's that girl? Who Who is saying I'm turning heads? Meanwhile, no one's looking at me. I'm, like, know that. I'm the main character. As you should be. I think we are all our own main characters. We all are. In mm. our own little story. Yeah. How cute. Oh, how cute. Uh, can we talk about something for a second? What? New girl. New girl. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm actually really upset about it. I don't even want to talk Guys, about it. Guys. Uh, They're freaking taking New Girl off of Netflix. I'm so upset. It's my comfort show. It's my Netflix and chill show. Okay, valid. Yes. Yes. It's like the, the show I know that I don't need to watch. Yes. And also, I'll put it on if, if they know it. Green flag. Yes. Green flag if they like New Girl. I think the show you put on to Netflix and chill show like, says a lot about you as yeah. a person. I've done The Office. I've done New Girl. I used to do Friends, and then they took that off Netflix, too. What the hell, Netflix? I'm just trying to Netflix and chill. You're taking all of my good shows off. Oh, I'm so upset. Yeah, I'm actually really upset about it. Jessica Day. When does it... Do you know when it is getting taken off? April something. (gasps) Like, soon. I'm rewatching it every night before bed now. I think they say it's going to be on Hulu, but, like, you can't Hulu and chill. I mean, you can. I mean, like, whatever. I did once with, um, what's the show? I never watched it. The guy that I was, like, hooking up with was like, oh, I think you'd like it. Um, Broad City. Never heard of it. It's on Hulu. And I heard it was good. I mean, obviously, I didn't watch it. I was busy. Right. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, that was a Hulu and chill, I guess. Hulu and chill. I guess that's going to be the new thing. Hulu and chill. It's going to have to. Peacock and chill. (laughs) I want to see a peacock. 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 
Bye. <laughs> I love New Girl, though. It's so funny. I know. I'm going to be like, really upset. Because <sighs> I love that show. I love to put it on. Like, Also, like every show, though, you got to be careful, though, because you can't put on one of your favorite shows and like end up wa- like really watching it with the guy and then like you guys like don't work out. <laughs> I can't watch. You know what I can't watch anymore? That used to be a show that I really enjoyed with my dad when I was growing up. King of Queens. I'm my ex-boyfriend ruined it for me. Dead. We used to watch it every single time we hung out. I'm dead. And we like bonded over the fact that we both used to watch it with our dads. Uh, and now I'm like, ew, now I can't even fucking watch that show. Oh, see, that doesn't, it doesn't affect me that bad. I'm like, oh, okay, you watch it with me and... Well, I think I need like a break from it. Like, yeah, I, I, in a couple of years, I'll be okay, but... I can't <laughs> listen to certain songs for like that reason, like in the past. I'm yeah. Like, now like, I'm fine. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, oh, I can watch. Yeah. And I'm like... No. Yeah. I'm okay. I don't want to watch this. Well, or also be careful what you put on when you Netflix and chill because when, like, me and my ex-boyfriend were like really into the show and we started like making out, like getting into it and I opened my eyes and he's fucking watching the TV. <laughs> so like, no! And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, I'm sorry. It's really good. And I was like, all right, well, we might as well stop now. Oh my we God. We might as well stop for a little bit. And he was like, Okay. And then, like, he, like, tried later. I was like, no. No. No, watch your show. No. Watch your fucking show. The audacity. <laughs> also, I've, I had to, like, re-watch episodes that I've, like, missed. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what actually happened? Mm-hmm. Like, I heard something going on, mm-hmm. but I didn't see it. Yeah. You gotta be mm-hmm. careful with that one. He pissed me off so bad that day. We were happily, like, in the relationship at that time, so it wasn't that serious, but yeah. it really pissed me off. You're, like, a red flag. Such a red flag. Such that I will flag. still pursue you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need like at least five until I stop seeing somebody. <laughs> I'm done. Honestly, now I have to get a little bit better with it because I see one tiny thing and I'm like, no. Oh my God. I see like a million and I'm like, give me more. Give me, give me more. Yeah, give my, me, give me more. My therapist really struck me off a ledge. I'm like, oh my God, he didn't answer me for an hour. And she's like, okay. And what was he doing? And I was like, saving the world. Like, but he like, still have time to text me. <laughs> <laughs> I felt. I feel like I also thought of a new ick today. Okay. I hate. I hate. I hate when men complain about their allergies. Like literally, fuck off. Like man up. You know when I had a neck injury, when I got hurt at work. Yeah. Do you know what my ex boyfriend's excuse was that he couldn't come and take care of me and drive me home from work? His allergies. <laughs> I think. I honestly. <laughs> I'm, like, not even kidding you. I think allergies trigger me because my ex-boyfriend used to be, like, oh, my allergies are so bad today. And, like, it was, like, it took over this whole day. Like, if he had, if he woke up with a stuffy nose, oh, my well, how am I going to live? Yeah. I'm dying. Like, literally grow up. Yeah. We all have the sniffles. Yeah. Pollen is real. Yeah. Spring is a season. Yeah. Learn to live with it. I can make a whole episode on how often my boyfriend would wake up, my ex-boyfriend would wake up and be like, oh my God, my head hurts. No. <laughs> I'm like shaking you because it's so, it's literally, we dated the same person. We, we did. Had to have, we did. Because I swear to God, men are the most dramatic <sighs> ever when it comes to even just being sick, but the fucking allergies, man. Oh. Like, grow up. Yeah, get over Like, that. I was talking to someone at work today, and I was like, oh, how was your weekend? Oh, it was good. I didn't do anything. My allergies. I'm like, huh. okay. <laughs> what about your allergies? Get a tissue. Like, squirt some of that nasal stuff out there. Take some DayQuil. I don't fucking know. I'm dead. Get it together. I'm nothing stops me. Dead. No, nothing stops Danielle. <laughs> nothing stops Danielle. I'm fucking But, dead. like, honestly, 
Get it together. Yeah. I, I, if I hear one more guy say, I'm like, cry about it. Literally. Cry about it, and I don't want to hear it. No, for real. Like, tell someone that cares, because it's not me. I could have a whole episode on this. No, yeah, 100%. Not I could have a whole episode on my f- favorite excuses that my ex-boyfriend told me that he, why he couldn't take care of me or, like, do yes. something. I asked my ex-boyfriend to go get my oil chains with me. Uh-huh. Well, this was a valid point. He was like, no, you have to do it. Like, you have to go by yourself. Okay. And I was like... Why? I'm a woman. <laughs> I shouldn't be dealing with oil changes. Oh, don't worry. My ex-boyfriend was a mechanic, and I asked him to look at this light that was out for me, and he didn't. So I drove around with a light out on my car for our entire relationship. I when can't. I was at his house every day, he was just, oh, my allergies. Oh, my allergies. <laughs> I can't lift my arm. I can't wipe my ass because my allergies hurt. Like, I can't cook food. Oh, my God. Have you ever heard of Advil? Pop one. For real. Listen, like, you know what would solve all this? If New Girl wasn't coming off Netflix. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Netflix. Are you hearing oh, this, Netflix? Terrible. <laughs> you would cure men's allergies. You would. Keeping Netflix. I mean, New Girl on you Netflix. You would cure all their problems. Yeah, you'd cure my depression. Yeah. Because now real. it's coming back because you're taking it off. <sighs> Before we wrap up, you have a favorite Netflix and chill story? Um, <laughs> um, or a chaotic um, one? I mean, um, not really. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not that crazy. We just end up hooking up. Oh, okay. And one time I fell off the bed. Okay. Wild. Wild. No, girl. it was so crazy. I was really drunk and I was just like, whoa, <laughs> going for a ride. Tumble. Do you? Besides um, your ex watching the TV? I have a lot of crazy stories. I know you now. do. But one, I remember I was visiting my friend at school and I ended up like hooking up with this guy um, and after he just started crying. What? Yeah. Why? Um, mm, I'd I, slap we were, him in the face. We were watching like literally, I don't even know what was on the TV. Could- it was like a, like an Animal Planet show and he just started crying and I was like, okay, um, you have to leave. Yeah. You, you have to go. And he was like, oh, okay. He was like, when are you going to be back in, like, the state? And I was like, never. Absolutely never after you this experience. traumatized me. Absolutely never again. Um, and then we never spoke again. He tried. And I, no. I think, uh, oh, wait. Actually, this is kind of funny. Now you, you said college. It reminded me. The first time I hung out with my, my college boyfriend. So I used to have, like, a million um, pillow pets, like actually mm-hmm. like 12 on okay. my bed. And like, they all had like a name. Mm-hmm. And the first time we hung out, we were in my dorm room. Cause it was like the one weekend my roommate was gone. Mm-hmm. And like, I was just talking to him. We were just like getting to know each other. And I had Grey's Anatomy on, on my laptop. This is when like, I didn't have a TV in my dorm room. Mm-hmm. I just had my laptop and I was introducing him to all of my <laughs> pillow pets. And no, the best, the best part is I'm like, okay, I have to go to the bathroom. So I go out to the bathroom. I go out in the hallway and all of my fucking friends are sitting right there. And they're like, did you really just introduce your pillow pets to him? And I'm like, how did you know that? They're like, we've been sitting here the whole time spying on you. (laughs) Holy shit. like, um, yeah, and he really loves La La the Ladybug. (laughs) They're like, bitch, get in there and turn it on. And I'm like, okay. I was like so innocent at the time. Like, okay. That's so funny. Yeah. And like then we watched Crazy Anatomy. But um, my pillow pets were a huge part of who I was. 
I just want to make that known. <laughs> now I just have Sir, sir my little monkey. <laughs> love him. We stand, Sir. We stand, Sir. <laughs> but every time I bring someone over, I'm like, this is Sir. Yeah. Sir is a huge that. part of my life. Yeah. I mean, Hotel Man got me a koala and it's on my bed now. His name's Alfie. It's our Aww, child. I love that. Yeah. You guys are already starting a family. We started. It's growing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see where it goes. Oh, jeez. I want to meet Alfie. Alfie. Not Hotel Man, just Alfie. <laughs> no, terrible. I'll meet him. I'll meet him. You will. He should come to Johnny Max. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we will catch you next time. Catch you on the flip side. We love you. Make sure to catch us on Instagram. Interact with us. Send us yes, in please. your crazy stories. Your yeah. Netflix and chill show. Tell us ways that you self-sabotage. And how to fix it. Ooh. Let's build a little community. Yeah, queens. Love you. Love all you. Whores. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye.